0: We are recording Recording in progress on Tuesday. april 11th Over recording this
2: thing? oh christ i'm out of here
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no, this yeah isn't.
2: i would hate to be recorded saying something stupid
0: yeah like jim for not <laughs> fucking being here guys if you want to support the podcast click on the little red button that's locals already go into the description description buy merch support the podcast jim's not here so it's his funeral um but we are here with tom luongo and dave column for d dollarization cast but before we get into that i did want to i posted it yesterday Kind of to get out ahead of it in case it is my FBI handler, but I got an email <laughs> and I did post it and I've had people asking me what was it and there's a reason why I posted it because I don't, I just normally I get I get schizo emails all the time, that's fine whatever, it's when You're there's yeah when there but whenever there's something a little more specific, I always make sure to like put it in the email like, hey tard, like I disavow this and I like I know who you are, so it started with. This is from Darren at a Harris crash prediction, June 2023. A dirty bomb will explode in Manhattan on 4-13-23. Vice President Kamala Harris will die at a plane crash. And as soon as I saw the second one, I said, fuck off. And that's why I tweeted it, because I'm getting ahead of this. So that's kind of how my week started. And uh, so I don't know which one's more important. Do we get into the clearly schizo and or FBI handler or the de-dollarization and looming World War III? Which... I feel like the last three podcasts we've done have all been like, so the world's over, we're going to World War III, and we're just kind of circling the drain now. What, uh, which, one, which one do we bite? I don't know. Dave,
3: what do you think?
2: Uh, I'm not convinced we're going into World War III, but I think the power shifting is, looks spectacular.
3: It's, it's...
0: So
2: whether that leads to World War Three is a separate issue, but it, the de-dollarization story looks real. I think the US is losing allies by the buttload. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think NATO's on the way out the door. Uh it is my view that the um Ukraine war is gonna end soon. And that no one seems to agree with that. I think I, I I'm a I'm a McGregor fan, so mm-hmm. I've been following McGregor and he says that basically Ukraine just running out of carcasses to throw at the Ruskies. Yeah. No. So
3: I'm. I'm. I, I still maintain, you know, healthy skepticism of everything, simply because I don't know, and I think the quality of the information is so low. But I think the leak that we saw the other day is telling which you. Which one?
2: Which one? Which leak? Well, the
3: the one about you know the prep the, the prepping happening over in Ukraine, the DoD stuff that that, that made mm-hmm. it out into the world. That John Kirby was like, you can't
2: show, Oh my god, it's not true, and don't listen to it."
3: Right. Right. It, you know, I read the, you know, I, I, I try to limit how much Russian and or Ukrainian propaganda I take in anymore for a variety of reasons on both sides of the equation. But I was reading, I don't know if you guys read Big Surge over on Substack and he's one of the, one of the better Russian, um, um, I, for lack of a better term, commentators because he's usually pretty balanced about things. Um, and I think that his analysis, generally, even though I, I take it, I salted the taste, of course, I think his analysis of whether one the leaks were real or not, I think is spot on, because they would have they would have said different things. And if if this was this disinformation campaign that, we, that NATO was putting out in order to sucker the the Russians into overestimating their ability to continue to wage war, it, these leaks would have had different material in them. But the picture that's been painted. I think, is one that is consistent with a lot of the things that Colonel McGregor has said and others have said, which is that the Ukrainians are really running out of bodies. When you factor that in with what Martin Armstrong has been saying behind the scenes, as in, i.e. in in his private blogs, that NATO is clearly just telling Zelensky hold on until the end of the year because that's when NATO is going to come in, for real, that tracks with what we're seeing from these leaks as well. And here's another thing to think about, which is that my god is the Pentagon really that out of touch with how much uh, about what's actually going on on the ground how bad is their OSINT, right you know how bad is their you know how how little information do they really have about what Ukraine's capabilities are are they taking everything the Ukrainians tell them at face value and that's a scary thought
2: yeah i, I don't i don't believe that though i, I think don't really Pentagon...
3: either, but they i, you know, I got to throw this stuff out there and and ask I you know. know you know i'm again it's like like how much of this do you, do you do you want or not want to um believe in at this point? There's so little good information. What
2: the hell are you supposed to think? So if McGregor's right, there's no way Ukraine survives till the end of the year. Right? right. McGregor M- McGregor's projections right. are where my several months from now there's even I think already hints that um that that Zelensky's wiggling his way towards the negotiating table because he he's gonna die if he
0: doesn't mm-hmm. so <laughs> i mean yeah I, I tend to not i think the pentagon's evil and they are retarded but i don't think they're i don't think they're stupid i don't i don't buy any any idea that that's giving them that's letting them off the hook to say that they're, they're you know they're 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 having a fast one pulled over them well,
2: presumably, me. presumably, McGregor's sources are also in the Pentagon. So, right. You
3: know, we 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 would hope, right? We would hope that that is the case. Right. Um, but again, like you know, and I again, I don't, I don't mean to impugn anybody's honor or integrity or anything else. But again, you know, what what do we actually know? What do we not know? What we really, what we know is that. I see it this way. and It's the same thing that's been going on for months. The Russians are very happy to grind out Ukraine's ability to wage war. Yeah. I mean, and I don't... And are they willing to pay a significant price to get that done? Yes. Is it enough for the crazed neocons to think that they're winning in the long run? That's another good question, because these people are just as delusional as everybody else. So... You know, I maintain that this is exactly the same thing it's been since the like, February 25th of last year. It's a war of attrition. Yeah, I mean, a good and uh, it's a war of attrition being fought on multiple fronts, guys. Not just militarily, but financially, politically, and everything. Else. Yeah, no. But no. I
2: also, I also think the evidence that the Russian, I, I think the evidence that the Russians misjudged the determination of NATO at the start looks good. Yeah, so I th- I think absolutely. the Ruskies, I think the Ruskies thought they could go and give someone a black eye, and we'll go, oh, never mind. That's no fun anymore. And we'd go to the negotiating table and we didn't. So in that sense, Putin got suckered a little bit. Sure. Fair I enough. think I think when we blew up the Kerch Bridge and when we blew up the pipeline, it got very real. And he said uh, and Putin said, OK, we're in a real war now.
0: Yeah. And, yeah no, and, I,
2: I... and I don't think there's any evidence whatsoever that Russia's military is in any. In any way incompetent.
3: Yeah, no, but there's also I think they're I think, fighting the war a way a lot of people in the West don't think they should fight the war. And I that's think
0: exactly that's exactly
2: right. That's exactly right.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we also did just come out of a, like a 20-year quagmire, so like I don't think like rational thought necessarily applies. We're like, what are they doing? There's nothing in the game there, and it's like,
2: there's no quagmire. <laughs> Why are they there? <laughs> what
0: are they? What are they doing there? Are they just going to throw trillions of dollars at
3: it? Like, the Russians' current account um, surplus in 2022 was its highest ever. They have control over the marginal barrel of oil, and the, therefore the price of oil. Um, you know, we... we underest- If the Russians underestimated NATO's resolve to fight this war on the ground or support the Ukrainians militarily, we underestimated the resiliency of the Russian economy and the Russian leadership to manage the war economically. Yeah.
2: And, and um countries to affiliate with Putin.
3: Exactly. Absolutely. And I if and I've been maintaining this as a talking point for years. And I go I mean going back to Syria intervention by the Russians in October of twenty fifteen. That the this was the first time a major power told the United States no on the world stage. And all of a sudden the rest of the world stood up and went, they just told the U.S. no. Yeah. And you could start seeing the subtle shifts in allegiances and, di- and, and, and diplomacy and in the structure of the financial arrangements between these countries been shifting for years. And to that point that when we went full shock and awe and seized their foreign exchange reserves and, you know, abrogated like almost all of
2: international law at a financial and asset level,
3: Everybody else went, well, if they can
2: do it to the Russians, they can do it to us. Yeah. Which makes you ask the question, is it possible that Putin didn't underestimate NATO's response? And that this this is part of a story in which they said, OK, let's move now. Let's let's trigger alliances now. Hmm. And, and, and so all of a sudden now, you know, the Russia-China alliance, which anyone with a half a brain knows that given the big three, you want to be on the team with two of them yep. and we we have gone totally the other direction so the insanity of that is just unimaginable to me and but i think we didn't realize all these other countries like india and stuff and saudi arabia that would that would say you know we, we... at Evernorth
3: health services we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best it's possible Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder.
2: don't really need the U.S. that much. They're kind of punk-ass bitches. And I think we really blew that or, or... It was all going that way anyways. And this is some ditch effort to see if we could somehow pull off a win, you know, down 17 to 2. I, I don't know.
3: This is kind of the way I've been reading it for a long time, Dave. And remember that, to me, the tripod in, in Asia is not Russia, China, India. It's Russia, China, Iran. Right. Because Iran was showed everybody the blueprint, on how to survive, no matter how much the U.S. throws at them, they can survive. And then when they we did the same thing to the Russians, times two, and the Russians survive, it just tells everybody you're, we're really stronger than you think we are. Together, apes strong together. Let's just put it yeah. down. Like if, if you haven't seen, you know, the, the 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 planet of the apes, apes strong together. So if we band together against the United States and the West, and it's not just the United States here; it's also Europe, very much a part of that. <sighs> Well, you know, they have the opportunity now to really build everything. And remember, in the intervening years leading up to this, the Russians and the Chinese have been there to be honest in their way, honest brokers with all of these countries to support Iran, to support, to have very complicated but respectful relations with Turkey, to stand by their allies in Syria, to work with the, the Africans, to try and work with the Saudi Arabians over the war in Yemen. Like, And then the. First thing I heard, first time I, heard, and the way they handled Afghanistan, right? The way they handle all of this stuff. It was going to come to a moment where the Saudis were going to have to make a decision: do you, um, do you protect, do you stay with the United States and protect the real, and the the peg of the real to the dollar, or do you not? Because it's the thing that's killing you. And at the beginning of COVID i think i talked about this in a blog post recently if not then i talked about somewhere else beginning of covid you go back to march the weekend of march in 2020 when every when covid blew up and the financial markets blew up it was over putin saying no to a production cut and the price of oil got crushed over that weekend and that's what set off the entire financial system that as far as i was concerned was way overdone It was done on purpose and it was done And then Putin did this to gain control of the marginal barrel, the price over the marginal barrel, and force the Saudi Arabians into a real situation of going, look, we're either OPEC plus or we're not OPEC plus. But, you know, this is what we're going to do. So that when the time came in 2022, the Saudi Arabians really didn't have any choice because the Russians treated them well after that, helping them manage the price of oil out of the depths. Because the Saudis Saudis were in serious trouble when oil was $20 a barrel.
0: Who else is hurt by the U.S., you know, the dollar losing its, I guess, hegemon status? I mean, I'm just just trying to think of, you know, because the military-industrial complex and and entrenched power structure, whatever you want to call it, Jim would call it the Jews, although I think we all disagree with that and condemn that. (laughs) They will blow presidents' heads off. To keep the US dollar strong. Like I know well, you guys that, are laughing. That, That's that, one that, way to that, deal with trauma.
2: I'm not picking on shit. Where do you guys uh, to the our, view our, a, lot resident, are, a lot of viewers a lot of viewers are resident, wondering where Jim resident, is. And he is he is Jewish over in
0: Ukraine anti-semite. fighting our for the Azovs. Jewish yes, no. Um, Jim is over there fighting for the Azovs because he finally decided that he has to practice. Oh, oh shit, he must have hurt us. He just entered.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he Did he really? Ringing. Did he, he really? literally just enter? James, how are it you? Says man? James, the coward. Is that what it says? James, a coward.
0: James, coward, <laughs> counselor. James, your yeah, ears must. You, your ears you? must be burning. We, yeah. I just dropped yeah. the first insult on you. He,
2: he, uh, he, <laughs> right he realized time. that his career was on the rocks yeah. if he didn't show up.
0: That was impressive. That yeah. was actually that. That almost seems like shitty comedic timing. Like I think they, maybe, I think
2: maybe people watching probably think we, the live feed. I think maybe people watching
0: probably think that feed. was planned. That the wasn't planned. The walls have ears. Yeah. No, you just yeah, came in. That was impressive. I, 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 I immediately threw some anti semite views on you, and you just popped in like a fucking. Throw genie. your
2: cell phone into the toilet. There, that Tom. was.
0: Oh, what, are you call me a Jew or something? No, I said Jew-hater. that. Yeah, Jew hater. I am. I am one. Yeah, it, it's. Yeah. I know which makes it all the more interesting. But my point is this: is like, so we were saying like the dollar losing its status like the military industrial complex like historically well i mean they'll they'll kill anyone they'll bomb anyone who even threatens its power what why is it just seemingly sliding away is it that it's really just they're emptied and they're hollowed out and we're watching it die or are they trying to pull other people in are they letting it go down for almost kind of fdr you know allegedly you know Putting a bunch of ships in Pearl Harbor. Are you, you want...
3: asking me? Oh, you see, he this is uh, the open question to yeah, all. Yeah. He was in the middle of th- asking that question when you popped in. Jim. Yeah, yeah. Just you, F- when one. you
0: rudely popped in late because we were all here on time. Yeah. Yeah. Asshole. Uh,
2: I think it's like I think it's like the shoplifters in the major cities where they all of a sudden they realize the smash and grab
0: mm-hmm.
2: can be done without repercussion
0: yeah I just i guess my logic is is like are we trying to pull in other countries who also have an interest in the u s dollar staying strong? are we trying to be like you, you know we're all in this together sort of like you said earlier Dave about Putin triggering alliances are we doing the same thing are we
2: who who are our allies I don't, I don't know that that's question. what that's
0: what i'm asking then who who else has it has an interest in the u s dollar taiwan, staying powerful okay taiwan
2: all right <clears throat> Japan forget the strength of the dollar that's complicated but but i think japan certainly has a vested interest in the u.s, US itself staying strong
3: mm-hmm. yep right i think i i think even in a, in, in counterintuitively even i hate that gonna, you're going to sound this is going to sound weird to you but even the russians do hmm. because look the russians don't want to be china's big let's yeah, not, yeah, they're not okay. stupid. They yeah, know they're, the happy be, they're happy to be. happy to. They're happy to work with the Chinese and are happy to, you know, build an alliance that's necessary in order to, because Russia's, you know, of the major players at the table, Russia is in many ways, can can be viewed as the the weakest of the four major power centers: Russia, China, the EU, and the United States. Arguably, at least from a particular point of view. So for the Russians to to to. Um, survive. The last thing they want is a disorderly um, uh, dissolution of the United States. So there's this has been my argument for a while about why there's a fundamental split, split between what Europe wants and what the United States wants, right, a- at a financial level. The United States, I think, is willing to defend the dollar global reserve standard up to a point But when you know you can't do so anymore and when you know you're at debt saturation as caitlin long said to me the other day when we were chatting on our podcast it's like the balance sheet doesn't matter until the balance sheet matters Mm -hmm. and the balance sheet matters the minute you hit debt saturation and we hit debt saturation eight uh, a few years ago and so now there's and, and the chinese understand this the russians understand it and i think the fed and the money center banks in wall street understand this but Clearly, debt saturation in the United States is also a, a weapon to be used against it, to destabilize it. And create a and it's a, it creates a limit of the of its projection of, of its ability to project power. And this is why I'm very, very leery of the way we've been going about things and why I keep calling the Biden administration a bunch of fucking vandals. Because I just don't see how any of this policy of Trying to stoke a war with the Russians and/or stoke a war with the, the Chinese is in our best interest, other than as a cover story for the collapse of the existing monetary system. It doesn't make any sense otherwise. Yeah.
0: no, something's and
3: not that doesn't up. serve America's interest because we have outs. Europe doesn't.
2: Europe. So who's who's ours. calling the, the shots? If what's you that? look at Biden's inner circle, there's no one there qualified to be making these big calls. Who's 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 making this call?
0: I think I think it's back to Tom's. It's it's WEF first Wall Street. I'm you, it's
3: it's going back to the old freaking colonial powers in
2: Europe who were scared deathless
3: of losing control of, of. They've already lost control of the dollar. They used to own it through LIBOR. They don't
0: anymore. So this is right. this this is what I'm kind of. I saw this tweet the other day, and this is what's making me kind of. Wonder what the bigger picture is. It's, you know, when Mike Pompeo goes and visits Ukraine and he's like "Slava Ukraini" all the you know the, the faggoty talking points, then he tweets the other day the best way to respond to China's provocation is to recognize Taiwan as the free and sovereign country it is. Never give an inch. Now, technically, I do agree because I I think China's fake and gay, but the fact that he's tweeting this now. It kind of seems like let's get the public talking points out there, and I think we have we we've all said before. In addition to the Ukraine flag, will soon be the Taiwan flag. They're starting to lay the groundwork of not only is Russia bad, but Russia, China now bad. I think they're gonna gonna conveniently tie COVID back to China. They're gonna find a bunch of shit that just a year ago it'd be racist to say, and now we're gonna have to defend Taiwan and Ukraine, and we're gonna try to pull in the whole Western world to go up against it. And they're making this entire idea seem more palatable. Let the dollar It'd die. Let, they're making it seem you have to go in now. It's not going to be Iraq where, like, Belgium sends two honorary soldiers out of, like, you know, goodwill. I think they want full-on, like, f- you know, for the war effort, like, get in it or get fucked. I
3: think, I think all either. of this
1: stuff is, is, re- is uh, 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 reality optional. And what it really comes down to, as far as the dollar goes, is that uh, uh, the Biden administration is uh, com- considered completely insane and unreli- unreliable, and as the Russians say, uh, not negotiation worthy. Yeah, you know, not not agreement capable. Not agreement capable, and yeah. and and so they're just basically, you know, the dollar is dying because of our lack of credibility. Uh, finally. That's really at the bottom of all this. Pompeo I mean, all, also, you know, by the All way. these other, you know, all these other financial shenanigans uh, certainly are involved. But it, at the bottom of it is the lack of credibility of this ghost president, Joe Biden, and the mysterious runners behind him. And the fact that we can't even make a credible guess about who they are, you know, suggests that, you know, there ain't mm-hmm. nothing there
3: interesting
0: See,
1: pompeo also
3: tweeted out by the way the talking the the straight up talking point that this war has cost putin so much He's cost him hundreds of thousands of soldiers and the ukrainians haven't lost anything and i and i just tweeted that's out ridiculous go, that's ridiculous. you know he said this he tweeted this out and you go look at my twitter feed and i said yeah and i retweeted it with the quote tweet saying yeah most of them identify as ukrainian
0: what do you guys <laughs> what do you guys think about that <laughs> what do you guys think about that fucking that the Star Wars guy doing the air raid siren for Ukraine, Mark Mark Hamill, Hamill. Mark Hamill oh, did, he, uh,
3: did he did did he, do he that did that? it he well, did he Mark's so such a shitlip it's not even funny I mean no he's no he's
0: a, no no he's, a, no he's a total fucktard but I mean he like he he recorded a new air raid siren for like Kiev or something and it's like it, it's it literally it's something like like the Empire is coming and when it's over it says may the force be with you. And you just have a bunch of soy boys in America just being like, "This is just like the movies. We're actually fighting oh, the." Well, no, it's just
1: showbiz. No, it's just showbiz, and and let's not forget Disney owns Star Wars now. So you know that's like, why
0: Mar-
3: Mark is who he is. He's always been this person, and he, and the older he gets, he just be, just betrays himself as an old as an old boomer. I don't, it's, it's, I don't, I don't fault him. Boomers in the audience. I don't fault
0: him. He's getting but, paid. I don't fault him. But I mean, just in terms he, he of he like, no, I mean, in terms of a symptom of way, what is going on.
1: Shit at this point. I mean, the but fact it's, just woke, it's woke showbiz,
0: but that's what I mean. Like, but that's how you start to see it now. Is like it, the mask yeah. isn't even on. It's like we're fighting yeah. the bad guys. Like this is just like the movies. Like but
2: but this the, has been going on for a long time, though. So, yeah, so the fact, new. the fact the yeah. fact that everyone in Hollywood has been to key at one time or another. Yeah. It, sh- it underscores the absurdity of all right, the, fact
3: we, the fact that we call it Kiev and not Kiev, like we've called it for fucking exactly. Years. Go,
0: this exactly. Is a fair point. All right, exactly. take, all right, take, I, all right. Taking bets, and how
2: many whys are there on Zelensky? And is it the Ukraine or Ukraine? And is it there's so many things. All right, April 11th, guess. 2023.
0: Taking bets now, when does Dylan Mulvaney go to Kiev or Kiev?
1: Uh-huh.
0: When does he go? And fucking like he and he becomes
1: president of Kiev and in, in uh, I, I, uh, president I, of Ukraine and in, in how Kiev. long
0: until he goes there and gets sponsored by Raytheon?
1: How I, I have a better question for you all.
0: Yeah,
3: which actually matters more than everything else. All right. How long until Mi6 tries to kill Putin again? They probably are trying. No, I mean I, for, for real. Sure. No, no,
0: for real. I mean that's probably why he's just going balls in. Is it's just like I'm at the end of the line.
1: Well, if they kill him, they get Medvedev. Who's probably um, much more of a hard ass? Well, that's food. what
0: they want. Yeah, but did yes, we figure that problem. out in the Cold War that the whole because decapitation that way, the, shit they know doesn't the matter?
1: We'll go off
3: half cocked, and then they can justify whatever they, they want to do. It's so what they've been trying. They've been the 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 Brits and the friggin' American neocons of the Peter's eye hand stripe have been trying to bode the fucking Russians into doing something dumb for a year now, like and and paint a false flag because you know lying us in the war is a time honored presidential tradition, as you know. Destroy, as, uh, as as scripted by mi6 like this is the way this shit
1: works yeah like and well, it's, look, we're, and we're in some, some kind of the fog. only one like stopping this because he sees it like a hundred you know a, a mile away we're in some kind of fog of chaos right now but my idea would be that putin is going to wrap up this ukraine operation sooner rather than later probably before june and when he does it's going to really disorder american minds and in, in government and yeah. it's going to change the whole picture. They will you, not be you, able to pretend you, you missed anymore. The first Mud t- is
3: back. I mean, now with the, you, we have the spring thaw. There's not going to be a, there's no tank war now. They're going to, they're going to wrap up. Zelensky has to lose everything at Bakhmut. Well, there's also and no tanks over.
2: left. There's no tanks left in, I know. in Ukraine. There, but been. but but so so Jim, you the first ten minutes we hit the and, question of whether or not and, this war is going to end sooner or later. And, a lot of people talk about this lasting for years. Now I see weeks, months, And
0: also, You're not. I'm not going to let you pull a fast one, Jim. Of all the months you chose, you chose one of two months that begins with the syllable Jew. You chose June. <laughs> and I'm just not going to allow <laughs> it all right this is a no spin zone Shuttle all right that's strike 1 that's strike one. That's, that's strike 1 that's strike 1 secret
1: magic. message from my people
0: yeah i know <laughs> Jim but, ba- but no.
1: more to the point more, more to the point i think that we're underestimating how much that loss that failure is going to disorder the biden administration and the american mm-hmm. political mind generally and create much more chaos in politics than we see right now mm-hmm. i i can only hope so because what i see is them trying to uh,
3: the stretch this thing out for as long, as long as possible in order to get us into the election season
1: and then run Biden as a war president. In mm-hmm. That's just as much a fantasy as the idea that they're that uh, Ukraine's going to win. I look, I don't uh, see uh, how Jim, they. I'm not telling I, you that because I, I, I agree with this. I'm just I don't see you how, you how it's they clear run, run What Biden. Their strategy is?
2: I don't see how no, that they ain't going to happen. It's I don't see how they run. No, it's
1: he, not going to happen. He just
2: Biden can't even put together a sentence now.
1: They I don't see don't how an they run alternative. It. They don't yeah, have an I mean, alternative except for like, Gavin matter. Newsom, and what they're going to say is, you know, Gavin Newsom's going to turn the rest of America into California, and you know, all that, you know, all that hair and uh, and everything is not going to help him.
2: But but Biden is gone.
1: I, he's this gone. Is the part
2: I, he's gone.
1: The Democratic Party doesn't have anything. They don't I, have anything. I, I mean,
3: I, I look. I mean, I'd love to, to, to start handicapping. The 2024 election where I say, look, we've already watched the Fed blow up FTX, blow up Silicon Valley Bank, blow up Signature Bank, blow up this bank and that bank, blow up all of these dollars friggin' money spigots and push rates in the middle of a banking crisis. They push rates up by another quarter point like the biggest fuck you of all time to these to these 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 credit dollar euro dollar faggots trying to meme us in the World War Three. You know, I, I guess they're going to like look, they're going to arm the, the training army to go fight in Ukraine. I don't know what the hell they're thinking. But that costs money and they don't have the kind of money that they had in 2022 and in 2020 and even in 2016. They don't have that like they had before. Like, unless Alexander Soros and company are going to spend every last dollar. And I use that word loosely. They have to generate the kind of energy on the ground necessary. I don't see it either. What I see is, you know, there's no energy there. Like, and so now they're going to, but why would you push off, you know, Trump's, you know, trial until December if you're not clearly not trying to set something up to take him off the board? They're trying to pump up the friggin' DeSantis to run in his place. DeSantis is clearly going, yeah, whatever. Um, I, that, that's all of this stuff is, it's, it's so very obvious what their playbook is. And now the question is, you know, can we, can we not see them? Do you just not have to take the friggin' bait? Like, what are they going to do? Run Biden versus Nikki Haley
1: or Mike Pompeo? Like, well, there's 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 Robert Kennedy. I was about to say, well, the there's a, RFK lurking junior. in the asteroid belt of Democratic politics. They, they can't. Go none of that Kennedy. matters
3: because the superdelegate shit's still in place, so the Democratic Party doesn't. Like it's it's so thoroughly and terminally corrupt, guys. This is the problem. I don't know, well, but
2: no, 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 no. But what, what's wrong. being said here is they have to pick someone. So once right. they pick someone, they get the super delegates. Kennedy won't get it because there's no way that the pharma guys are going to let him no. get near it. Right. No way.
0: If they had half a brain, though, they'd run them. <coughs> Did
2: you say? If
0: Kennedy had half a
3: brain, he'd run it in on an, an independent ticket with Trump while Trump's sitting in a friggin' jail cell in New York. That's what. That's a winning ticket at this point. Yeah. <laughs> did you
1: say the farm guys are going to farm up pharma. pharma well and the pharma. farm i mean anything anti. i think Is farm think, too
0: yeah. i mean anything think- anti bill gates would be they're not going to let it
1: happen uh, i don't know that they have that much power to uh, i think that you know things are gone, going going lo- kind of non-linear and emergent now mm. and uh i wouldn't rule anything out yeah i i, I, I don't you're right. I are right also I know. you know i tried to make this point in a recent blog uh maybe i didn't make it clear enough but I think the sentiment out there for uh, for fixing or correcting the crimes of the assassination of the Kennedy brothers, the sentiment behind fixing that is so enormous in the American spirit or mm-hmm. so that's true you know that Correct. that uh, that 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 sentiment alone could overcome a lot of the fuckery that that uh, is basically running the Democratic party right and
2: now. and I was on a zoom call with him one day. Um, and he goes right to the hope with that shit. Fuck yeah! He, he doesn't pull. He doesn't pull back at all on as that well stuff. as you should. Oh, I agree, but you could have imagined him not doing that just well, for some practical when you reason. See, but he, when you say he, he doesn't. He goes. He talks about mean? the deep state killing his father and killing his uncle. Yeah, he
0: goes in there just fucking like Michael he go, Jordan he go, from the he free went, throw line, just.
2: He went in there within the first five minutes of the Zoom talk, he went right to the hoop and said, oh, he says, look, I know how these guys work. They killed my father, they killed my, my uncle. I you mean, know, there's something else that, going
0: on that with that, hardcore, too.
1: To just come Isn't out it, with he, that. He, he poses such a contrast between the clowns who are on the scene right now, whether it's Trump or Biden or whoever. Right. You know, he's such a contrast in just terms of his demeanor. Yeah. Of appearing to be a serious person. And I
2: people think. will get past the voice problem. The voice problem yeah.
1: for a now, few the voice minutes prob- is off-putting, but the then, problem, then all of a sudden
2: it goes away. The go yeah, no, problem go is right.
1: going to be no worse than Abraham Lincoln's voice problem. It'll, it'll, right. it'll, it'll go. Whatever up. that was. It'll go well, he, right. had a, he had a high-speaking voice. So, you know, he sounded weird. Um, and it's not going to be any worse than FDR's uh, polio problem.
0: No, they won't. They've right. they've dug. They've backed themselves into such a corner of just being for like the everyone that has any sort of oppressive trait about them. You're in a wheelchair. Your eye is a different color. They won't be able to attack them for his right. voice, and if they do, it'll just be so apparent that it's. Well, not. I wouldn't,
1: I, just... I wouldn't underestimate how sick. People oh no, they are. will. No, no, they will, Jim.
0: But it's they've painted themselves as like. You know, anything is just—it's the oppression Olympics.
1: I think we Kennedy could no, have the—I think the dis- the potential to turn the Democratic Party inside out and upside down. I,
2: I agree. I, I do agree with that. Actually, I—I I, I do think they'll try to keep him out of there. Whether they Ooh, succeed, sure. I guess, is a different story. What about um, what about
0: Ramaswamy?
1: Interesting. Uh, mostly, Mostly good for talking points. He's going to he will bring ideas into the arena that will have to be addressed.
2: I'm reading his book right now. It's actually okay. It's actually his
1: incorporated.
0: He's not that much older than me, I don't think. Yeah.
1: His mainly his problem is he's just too young right now.
0: Not legally. I mean, he can. No, I I, I know. I know what you No, I know what you mean.
1: He's he's too young and untested. He hasn't really been in politics. Maybe he's teeing up for a ticket for being on the ticket. Well, maybe he's teeing up to run for governor of California in a couple of years. That too. Maybe Hmm. he's teeing up for
2: 2028.
0: Yeah, I'm, you know, the more, the more we're kind of fleshing it out, the less, I mean, at first glance, it seems like it's just going to be Biden Trump going at it. But I mean, I
2: don't accept that either. I'm not, I am not positive Trump's really running. All right. I don't doubt the narcissist in him. Oh, sure. The spotlight on him as long as possible. Yeah. I'm not positive that he, that he's, that he's necessarily running rather than steering the party in the direction he wants it to be, hmm. which well, if he waits to the last minute, then he can he can do that. So I'm I, I'm
0: if I, I'm not, not sure. If not I'm Trump, not, not who convinced. then? If not Trump, who is it going to be? Like DeSantis, Kerry, Lake versus Biden, Kamala, it's not be
2: Biden.
1: or Newsom? Biden's not going to be in there forget about it i think i agree i agree we got nobody besides gavin newsom really and he is he's just hateable he's hateable
2: i think yeah here's my prediction i don't know what they're gonna do i think it's gonna be gavin newsom and i think it's gonna you know this is this highly precise prediction it's gonna be desantis tulsi gabbard
1: hmm yeah i think that's a pretty good call
0: i don't know I i
2: think they i think they promised her the ticket I think she rolled over when they said, we will put
1: you on the ticket. I don't think she's that cynical. What do you mean? I don't think that she would have done that simply to get a promise to be vice president. I don't know. I I don't know. I think think, think, think think that's a pretty good deal. I mean, that's a pretty 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 solid fucking deal. I uh, think I yeah. still don't. I still don't think that that was. I'm not a, sure that's cynical, Jim. That's just a good offer. Yeah. No, I, I don't mean that putting her on the ticket is cynical. I mean that her character. Is so no, cynical. no, I know. That, I, that's I, that's I know. What the you're, only way that she would have switched parties.
0: I know what you're saying, Jim. I think.
2: Well, she's already disenfranchised from the Democrats. I think
1: she's just disgusted with the Democratic Party, pure and simple. But I, but but it was a quick transition. Um, she went from. Um, from smacking of, of
2: not liking the Democrats to full Fox News, Tucker Carlson. Very no, good. no. It, it,
1: she well, who went are we from, talking get, about now, Tulsi or Carrie? She Karen? went from getting Gabbard, fucked Gabbard. around in the primaries. She went from getting fucked around and dissed in the primaries. It was yep. like a year and a half or two years uh, for that to happen. So it was not an overnight thing.
2: No, no but there was a phase change. There, there was about a month period where I said, holy shit, now she is now full Republican talking point. I think she, I think there was a, a period where she went where we were hearing Republican ideas coming out of her to full blown Republican talking point, And then she left the party. So I, I, I,
0: to, to I what, saw
2: something happen. To, I, I thought, thought I'd pick up something happening.
0: To what Jim said earlier. It's it's not that No, I, I understand what you're saying about not being cynical. I think there's also just a realistic thing that we I think we all have to understand. Anyone running for office, no matter how much we like to project our own, uh, our, our own idealistic, you know, we all see the people we want to see. Right. Anyone running for office inherently. Is after power to some extent, unless you have a, a once in a lifetime George Washington motherfucker who just wanted to jerk off in his cabin for the rest of his days. And they're like, well, you be king. And he's like, I'll meet you halfway. I'll be president. Unless you have that. Anyone running for office. Wants power.
1: You know there's a difference between wanting power and being ready for power you know sometimes history just calls you to a position and sometimes people realize that history is calling them to a position to some extent i think that's happening to robert kennedy right now you know he was Mm -hmm. uh kind of he had he had faded into a kind of environmental nobody dumb for more than a decade uh you know he was considered to be the bad boy kennedy brother who Mm -hmm. was a junkie and you know uh, couldn't, uh, manage himself. He had a terrible marriage with a wife who committed suicide. Um, it was a bad picture and a kind of a tragic picture, but all of a sudden, you know, he's done this thing with the COVID pandemic and, and kind of become a, uh, not only become heroic, uh, in his image, but he's done heroic things right? in, you know, in the, in the service of this crisis. And I think that, uh, To some extent, history has called on him a little bit, uh, more than a little bit.
0: And he he has a little, there's a little more, right? I mean, everyone knows there's a power structure, but there is just, you know, regardless if he's right or wrong, there's always something about Trump that will just turn people off because he's Trump. RFK can actually, like, no bullshit, be like, no, the deep state has killed my family. Like, without blinking. Like, this isn't, deep state hates me. This is like... JFK, RFK, That's Lee Harvey Oswald, Sirhan, Sirhan, like, and direct things changed after that. We scaled yeah. up Vietnam. LBJ came, like, very real things happened with that. Like, that is, uh, that and, is at the they, core of all conspiracies.
3: And it's really funny. Um, I think I, I'm sorry I missed it. some of that. I had to deal with uh, that was a phone call I had to take. Um, and um, is it Jamie Diamond? Uh, I think that. I think that it's um really it is important that Jim to Jim's point that maybe history does call a person. And I think that in some ways as, as frustrated as we are with Donald Trump I think in some ways in his own kind of weird narcissistic you know solipsism for lack of a better way of I think Trump sees that as well. I think Trump did that I think well.
2: that's what happened in 20 uh, 2016. I think that's absolutely what happened. And I think he realized
3: that about halfway through the campaign that this is a far bigger than you know what I what I originally um, <laughs> thought it was going to be. And
2: he didn't think he was going to win. Is my guess. No, I know he didn't
3: think he was going to win. No. And he... remember, he goes out there like, "Sorry, it took so long, people. Complicated process." Out yeah, here. complicated business. When, he finally, when they finally called the election for him, and you know, you could see it. I mean, just watching his body language. I've watched Donald Trump like that was a guy who was genuinely like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh fuck, I did it! Like, I won! Holy yeah. shit! Now what do I do? And, you know, that was, and I, think, that, I think the outpouring of everything that's happened to him since then, I think he was unprepared for what happened to him. Yeah. I keep going back to that same statement, that, that, that thing that he said during the transition, he's like, I knew things were bad up here. I had no idea they were as bad as they are. Yeah. Right. I think. How did he. I, I just, how did I just he think win that? Then? Trump was unprepared for what happened to how, him. And, how you know.
0: did he win in 2016? Do you think he that, some
1: key precincts and some key states? No, I mean, but I mean, there. like they
0: 2020. i like, did, do you think that they maybe it had been 40 years since they had had to do a JFK and it would just been like whatever they had maybe gotten a little lax. What well, what was it? How did he? Because he, you don't just get in. He got in. Like what well, what the, powers they, were behind they, him? They
2: didn't know he was going to win. No, the polls they had really, Hillary winning the whole way. They thought. And part of the it. problem is the way I described it is they rigged the polls and then believed them.
1: Yeah. They believe well that propaganda. New York Times poster, Silver uh, Nate Silver. Nate Silver. Oh yeah, he had he had uh, Hillary
0: winning Yeah, they had Hillary winning like the same chances that like you survive COVID. They're like ninety they nine point nine eight.
2: They had Hillary winning up until about seven o'clock that night. No, yeah. I know.
1: They so because I'll, so. I'll be
3: honest with you, it's because of a variety of things. The late Justin Romano had a great article after. Um. The, the election and he went over the precinct data and he said, look, it's really simple. Now, he was the editor at antiwar.com, so, you know, salt this analysis to taste. But he said, look, he went over the precinct data. Hillary lost <clears throat> the key precincts in, in states like Ohio and Pennsylvania and others where there was the highest concentration of casualties and, and, and war um, uh, um, injuries to servicemen who served in Iraq and Afghanistan.
0: And also gutted manufacturing bases
3: and gut and then the gutted manufacturing base and everything else. So look, a lot of Bernie bros, you know, in the middle, they voted for Trump and a lot of and and turnout was what it was. And they they had they had game planned a certain level of, you know, well, the Bernie bros
2: also went to Trump out of anger. What's that? Right, the yeah. Bernie Bros. Yeah. Bernie drew a huge amount of the Democratic Party in, and then he got fucked. And then he and just so then gave they gave said, the money to They Clinton. said, "Okay, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go vote for Trump now, you sons of bitches." I think yeah. a lot of people voted for did? Trump.
3: It was a spite.
0: Vote.
2: And to go from Bernie to Trump, that requires a special kind of leap of faith, right? That's, well, that's it, not well. It's
3: that he's the outsider. He's the populist outsider. That's right.
0: And not, it's not that big of much of a leap of faith once you realize that I know, I a mean, lot of people guys, just wanted a wrench. They just wanted a wrench back in the,
3: in the right. system. 2016, right. Back in 2016, I was literally saying this in, like, March and April and June of that year. And, like, if they don't run Bernie versus Trump, most of Bernie's base is going to shift over to Trump. They're the same people. Right. I, I mean, I could see it coming a mile away. And I'm like, and all Trump has to do is to go to the places and campaign in the places that Hillary wasn't planning on campaigning in. Mm-hmm. And then he's playing, and then they're trying to follow him up and play whack-a-mole and behind the scenes, figure out, okay, so how many votes do we need to manufacture? And I, and I'll be honest with you. I was, when I, I was plugged into um, the the network that of people that eventually Jack Posobiec became, he became famous after this, right? You got, he went, you know, but I was plugged into that group and I was, dealing with people who were, at the time, um, heavy, heavily involved in Pennsylvania politics. Like, heavily involved at the gra- grassroots in the Pennsylvania GOP. And the guy I was talking to that night was like, he went to the precincts in Philadelphia at seven o'clock. And he said, they're empty, He's she's gonna lose Pennsylvania. Because the precincts are empty, and therefore, they she didn't turn the inner city vote out in Philadelphia yesterday didn't have the reserve necessary to overcome the high turnout in Lancaster County, and Amish country, basically. And that's what won him the election. So I and, was
2: watching. And, we, this, and I
3: knew he was going to win Florida because they couldn't manufacture enough boats in Broward County and West Palm to overcome the panhandle.
2: I was watching this 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 big burly black guy being interviewed on some off-off-Broadway network. And I had no idea what I tuned, tuned into. And he was talking about Trump. And he says, forget the package. Look at what the hell he's saying. And I'm going, mm-hmm. and this is when I first realized that there was a left-to-right shift going on in the Black community. Yes. And, and, and by the way, I can't say for sure. I don't know what it's like to be Black, but I suspect if I was Black, at this point, I'd be a little tired of being told I can't function because I'm black. Right. And, and and so I think the black community was going, we're being t- tired of this left wing idea that they de- that we desperately need them because we don't. And so I'm watching this guy and he's saying, forget the package. Listen to what he has to say. And I get to the end of the interview and I find out this guy is the head of the new Black Panther Party. And I go, holy shit. Yep. Damn. and i'm going that is so surreal and that's when i realized and i think that left to right shift to the black community is yeah. real i was i went down to a meeting in new orleans one day and i'm being driven by a limo driver and i start poking at him to find out where he's coming from and by the end i found out he's all maga right he's maga the whole way it's this black guy and he, he said no one can stand no one can stand kamala no. and 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 but he 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 said that in his neighborhood, Trump is still a little sort of on the edge. But yes, there, there's absolutely a, a left or right shift going on.
3: I live in rural North Florida, guys. I, I have, I you know I have friends who are kind of all you know you know middle class Southern blacks. Not a not nobody, none of them are voting Democrat. None of them. I
1: also They're feel all angry about it. How did how did Joe Biden win Pennsylvania? Who counted the votes?
0: Yeah, what do you mean this? The swing states all paused. What's this win thing that. you're
1: referring to? Yeah, what are you to,
0: talking man? about? Yeah, no, all the voting right. paused. This isn't going on on YouTube,
3: minute. right? They stole the fucking elections, but they—they no, were not have man. that happen twice
0: in a row. There's no sake. way I'll ever get back on YouTube. There's, I couldn't even. I don't think a team of lawyers <laughs> could get me back on. I don't. I, I
3: mean, made one random comment about the election in an interview I did with Jay Taylor, a couple weeks ago. And they struck the video off of youtube yeah no
0: there's no so but this is an interesting kind of outcome now so we're talking about how they won the election so now you have rumble which has grown like five thousand percent in the last year you have elon buying twitter i mean that's not nothing right your modes of communication is that's like that's that's the first thing that goes down in, in a war and if this is an information war there are now these parallel modes of communication where you can't strike down a video of people putting up posters to block out the windows of the poll counting places or people saying like, hey, why are they bringing in ballots? This has been flagged as misinformation. It can't be retweeted or responded to like this is that's not nothing that the modes of communication are parallel and are becoming more resilient on their own. Like that's that ain't nothing.
3: No, it's, it's not.
2: not. But I think we're losing, though. We may I'm be, not, and I'll be honest. I'm not, with you, I still I'm don't not trust an Substack.
3: And
0: I still,
2: so, by the way,
3: I still don't trust Substack. I still think that Substack and Parler and the rest of them are all, all you,
1: yet another. You
2: need a, some rich guy to buy to buy these outlets, right? Mm-hmm. The, well, the, the, they're, the, not, the, they're not going to buy
1: YouTube because uh,
2: Google already own it.
3: Yeah, right. Oh, but nation, but you, it's a you, matter of national YouTube is now a matter of national security and they never let anybody buy that. No, yeah, no.
2: Right. And 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 you can buy the entire social media empire with, you know, pocket change.
3: Well. And so I, formerly I just, pocket change at 0% interest rates. At 5% well, that's a different story. it's getting
2: expensive now, yeah. Getting
3: expensive. I, I, so it's getting expensive to maintain control
2: over I think they'll commandeer the various channels as they need to. Awkward. And by the way, if you're CEO of a channel and the the the, the deep state says you, look, you can work with us or you can work against us, the pragmatic side of you is going to probably choose to to play in the sandbox with the guys who, who won't promise not to beat the shit out of you.
0: But there's also, a, it, there's a going for broke, I don't know, speared in the air that is started in 2016, continued to 2020 and is... I mean, really just getting thicker now. You have guys like RFK who are running. Like, Elon Musk isn't stupid. He knows what buying Twitter entails. You have these things picking up steam of where it's, it's no longer like, hey, I'm just going to go along to go along. Because you're looking around and you're going, there's nothing to get along with. There's trannies twerking in front of toddlers and we're sending our myocarditis-ridden <laughs> tranny soldiers to die in Ukraine. Like, what am I going to do? They just saw a meme yesterday and said new dystopia like lingo dropped and it's calling fentanyl dealers uh drug workers like there's nothing to I saw that. There's uh, nothing to go so along impressive. to get along with anymore.
2: Uh, by the way, Dylan Mulvaney, the the uh the social justice warrior who defended her decision to he to my, use him as the pitch person. He has
0: my vote. He has my vote. I just
2: want Well, it's a she uh, or whatever. No, the, it's the, not the, it's the, a fucking the woman- monster. No, no, no. I'm talking about the woman who 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 masterminded it,
1: Mm.
2: not Dylan Mulvaney, the the
1: Budweiser executive, the
2: Budweiser executive. And what I loved about it is she said that she decided the the uh, that Budweiser was too narrow a focus on basically, you know, old white guys or something. And she said, we need to broaden our base. And she said she wanted to do it authentically. And I'm going, so you went with transgender to get authenticity.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, a huge is, market sector, sector, too, isn't well, it? Well, not
2: just the word authentic gets a little sketchy pretty fast, too, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: how, how long until...
2: stage you are just but, thinking but like an old white guy. What the hell's no, wrong no, with No, 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 no. But let's let's do a hat tip to Dylan Mulvaney, because that guy... He's getting or that paid. Woman or whatever, oh, my God. I
0: fucking respect the grift, man. He's oh, getting paid. Oh, that was
2: a great grift fucking he's getting money and and, but but here's it's not just that about a year ago he crafted this plan this this is not this is all crafted this was a master plan from the start this is not some grassroots things where he was out there fritting around doing weird shit and some said hey look at that guy they planned it they orchestrated this whole thing
0: I did I tip my hat he's getting paid
2: he he gets a hat tip out of me that's just you know yeah, the internet know. is full of grifters, and that's yeah. one of the good ones. I mean, he... Greta Thunberg, roll over, you know, move over, Greta. Yeah. The grift has has the grift has changed.
0: Dylan's get Dylan's getting fucking paid, man. <sighs> how, how long? And I don't know. How, I mean, I guess we're already not on YouTube, but I mean, like within a couple days of like the shooting, like and they came out and they said trans people are under attack. How long until some gun company goes woke and like? Like po- posthumously sponsors like uh, that bitch that shot up the school. Like how long until Bushmaster like posthumously sponsors like the school shooter?
1: I'm waiting for the manifesto. That could yeah. be. Interesting. What do you suppose might be in
2: that? I don't know. But the fact that they're not releasing it tells you that. It tells uh, you exactly. I, right. On the <laughs> other hand, there's something. There's something going on here. Here, let me give you an example. Um. I think we're being teed up to fail at times, too. So, for example, uh, DeMar Hamlin for a week was not in sight. And there were sightings of him where you never saw his face. A completely rational individual would say, that's not him. That's a body double. The guy's dead. And then all and of then a then sudden he, comes he does. Sh- and then he finally shows up and I'm going. We got teed up for failure on that one.
0: That's a good point. It,
2: it really did look like DeMar Hamlin was not showing his face in public and they yeah. were faking that's it. That's a great and point. So, so then the question is how many times we were we being propped up so eventually you go, you know, I don't believe anything anymore. I'm going to go play golf, right? <laughs> well, and here's the, the, the,
3: the, the, here's the, 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 the my vote. Point. Because, I get, uh, because I'm, I'm just not going to be Charlie Brown and you're just not going to be Lucy with the football.
2: That's That's the problem. So
3: we've,
1: we've been talking about we've been talking about who might get elected president. Mm. I think maybe more to the point is what kind of a situation is a new president going to come into? Oh God! Oh 2025? dear me!
2: Oh my well,
1: God! I mean,
0: think think physics. I mean, it's it's any at any given election for the last several cycles, you wouldn't want to come in because you're just inheriting this pile of shit. But It's also at this sort of going for broke stage where anyone with half a brain can put their ear to the ground and be like, dude, we are drifting so far to one direction that it's either you inherit the biggest steaming pile of shit ever or you just can kind of fire from the it might be that like 2016 Trump persona is going to be more widely accepted now because you have to take out a small loan to get eggs like it's so far in one direction that you might actually just have to come out and just kind of be like, yeah, no, fuck it. Like we're just going to, you know, we're going to reduce inflation. We're going to shut down the border and stop foreign wars. And like people might actually be open to that.
3: I think that that's, I think people are, are open to that. I don't think that's even the issue. The question is how much are we being gas? Look, I don't, Dude, I'm at the point now where I don't believe that the markets are real. Why do I believe the election statistics are real? Why do I believe anything that I see is real? That's a good right? point. Why do I believe Russian death statistics out of Ukraine or Ukrainian death statistics? I don't believe any of them because it's all a lie and it's all a grift, Right. So it's all this manufactured reality shit. And, you know, we're all just in the Truman Show or worse. We're all in, you know, and the Truman Show is just downstream of, you know, it's all just a Philip K. Dickian nightmare of false reality. So now the big question is if does everybody just check out and go, you know what? This is what I'm doing. And it's not and nothing you say is going to change what I think at this point. Because if you cry Russian bear enough times, or you cry wolf enough times, eventually people just check out. That might and be like the there's best. no amount of and there's no amount of changing anything. And then they just produce whatever polls they want and then they're going to just what they're going to just produce whatever numbers they want. Like the reality is that if we all do that then they just will effectively
1: cancel the election. I have a feeling that the the thing that we're gonna be facing around that time is gonna be a a level of disorder that would be unimaginable today. And that one big feature of it is that either the electric grid is gonna be down or partially down or intermittently down and or the internet is gonna not be working.
0: Yeah, and they'll blame it on Russia.
1: Well, I don't know, we'll blame it on, but it will leave people kind of stranded in their own localities. And uh, they're going to be, you know, I was so impressed when I I drove to Washington this week to go to my aunt's memorial service. I had to drive down because I I couldn't really get an Amtrak ticket that worked time-wise. And the the airlines wanted to sell me a ticket to Washington from Albany to Washington that involved five-hour layovers in places like Detroit. So I had to drive. And I drove down through this just fantastic uh, supernatural conurbation of concrete steel and shit that runs from the the uh, top of new jersey to the to washington d c. yep. And I just realized this is the this is the a kind of uh, situation, a kind of living arrangement. And I've said this for twenty five years, but now it's really clear. this is a kind of living arrangements that's not going to survive any disruptions. No, uh, it, it's going to be really, truly badly fucked. And it's we're talking about, what, 50 million people or 75 million, 100 million people living in that corridor, whatever yeah, it the is. The
3: 95 corridor uh, from up. New York to, to, to yeah. D.C. is insane. And, and,
1: and, you know, every other corridor in the country, including, you know, the Chicago to Milwaukee corridor and, the, you know, the Dallas uh, uh, to, uh, you know, other places corridor and the West Coast corridor. Beautiful. They're all going to be fucked in the same way. And, um, you know, I can just see uh, that that amounting to a de facto crack up of the country. It's not going to have to be a rearrangement of boundaries or even a political dispute. It'll just be a very deeply practical problem. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I look and I, I, to, to, the, to that point, Jim, I've been, you know, I, I keep looking at this saying, OK, well, this is clearly somebody's plan. Yeah. And that's the point that this is the part that I, you know, I, I look at. And I just like, OK, this is what you think you're going to do to us. Like, Powell. please raise the interest rates to seven percent. Let's bankrupt the ECB and stop the shit because that's all that needs to happen. I mean, it's because seriously, like, one. I mean, this is not tough. These people are all living on borrowed time and they're all living on borrowed money. And, um, you know, this is not difficult, like how are we supposed to believe that we have, you know, like it's 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 a, it's a false reality that falls apart very quickly once you realize that they're all over, over to the hill. Like it's not that hard. And every day I sit here and I'm like, I, guys don't, don't realize this, like right below me, like behind this I have my browser window up with the three month sofa futures curve, like literally open on my desk and, and, and on constant refreshes, watching the markets move and going, these markets don't make any freaking sense. Everything is mispriced, and you know, with we could do this cast next month, right? And mm-hmm. we probably will. You know, talking about you know a, a complete nutter banking collapse in Europe because we're that close to it. And yeah. then what are you dealing with? I mean, like, and how much do you think any of this? And we might be talking about the war in Ukraine is effectively over, but they're going to now morph it into a different, into a different. Theater, like war, doesn't have to be in Ukraine between NATO and Russia. Even though that's what we're clearly like putting material on the border and calling people, like, we're doing all of this stuff. But any number of things can happen in the next two to three months. And I, the bigger, the big question is: there's clearly pushback occurring within the power structure. The question is. Who has the upper hand? That's what we don't know, hmm. and you know, kind of projecting out a year and a half from now through an entire election cycle, knowing full well that we're going to have we're going to be presented with every bad distraction and every terrible outcome that we could possibly think of, short of potentially nuclear war. Like, it's all going to be thrown at us.
0: Yeah. You no, know? it's the final. It's, fine, it's the final wave. At. Like, there's like like playing. I love the video game Sandstorm Insurgency. Where you just like in like a basically like an Alamo type building, and there's like a wave of guys with RPGs, there's a wave of guys with uh, uh, LMGs, there's a wave of like snipers, there's a you have suicide bomber waves, and then the final wave it goes everyone's coming, and it's just mm-hmm. everything. We're fi- we're going to the final wave, and the thing about the final wave is like you win or you.
2: Leroy re- Jenkins.
0: No, no, we're going Leroy <laughs> Jenkins, and it's either we're going for fucking Roger. victory. We're, leroy. Th- we're either going for fucking victory where one guy survives and everyone's in the comments. they're like fucking chad or it's just like everyone gets disintegrated and it's like we'll try next time we're going into you know, the I, final wave the, like,
3: the, the, the simple fact that i could sit on a pod i could sit on a four-way podcast with dave column of all people and have him quote me a fucking wow meme it's hilarious well, hey leroy and jenkins yeah, I realize, is a- dude, i remember watching the leroy jenkins video when it came out no, well, see, I I, I picked it up off really zero see, edge. The I picked I it up, up off like zero edge. Like you have no idea. I have a little Leroy Jenkins. Leroy is, is, is immortalized in the L- Wow L- Minis game. What's her percentage? With uh, a thir- chicken in one hand and a
2: friggin' 33.333 33. oh, repeating, already, of course. So, so let me let me recommend something for Twitter. You, you, you Twitter files. I I have a Twitter list that, that's just entertainment and and they're just the stuff that's just mindless stuff so yeah. i've got a number of really great meme sites i've got i've got boston terrier videos and wow. i've got i've got brutal fights yeah. right and and it, <laughs> late at, late at night when i'm spent <laughs> i go to my entertainment site and i just scroll through and just memes and kittens and and guys beating the crap out of each other and i ihop and, and stuff <laughs> like that. And, and, and uh, the, 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 the Babylon Bee, and I yeah. booted the onion. They weren't worth it, you know? No. And I keep it down to a lean and mean, nothing but hysterical shit, laughing my ass off. My wife going, what are you laughing at? And I go, too complicated to tell you. I got my <laughs> headphones on. You know, I you recommend know. you do that. I recommend, and the meme sites are phenomenal.
0: Well, that's the there other thing some, is the parallel it, it, meme it, it, evolution is we're reaching apex memes. We're hitting meme, uh, fucking... We are top. hitting peak, memes we're hitting, peak Del- memes. we're hitting like Delta Force fucking DevGru memes. Like, they it, are so sharp. Really they are so... What are you going to say, Tom?
3: I was going to say, you know, um, in our in the Gold Coats and Guns community, I run a private Slack server, and we have a channel for funny. It's called Funny Sith, and it is literally just a meme channel, and it's hilarious. And you see some of that stuff pop up in my Twitter feed because that's where the best ones come from because it's just this... Yeah, imagine having like fifteen hundred people like dropping memes in a in a channel all day long of some of the just the most raucous shit. You can, oh, it's great. And if and you're a of it, blogger,
2: if you're a blogger, which I am the annual blogger, and you guys are the weekly or daily bloggers, but if you're a blogger, these memes are precious. Oh, yeah, these are. are so good for 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 filler. Right, they're right. they're so goddamn funny.
0: But there is uh, there's a truth. But, there, but in
3: there's a, also real truth. Well,
2: the, well and, oh no, that's what makes well, them. Phenomenal. Well, that's what that's you what go, makes them so. Virally. I wish I had thought of that. They're, Holy,
0: they're crap. so perfect. But to me, when you see a meme and it's just it is so ruthless and it's like just oh. objective truth and it spreads like a oh. lot. To me, that gives that gives me hope that when you see a meme travel that far and that fast, mm. and it's exactly what you're thinking. That means yeah. that that means that that's what everyone's thinking, yeah, so like the groundswell is real. they just have a very effective propaganda machine over the whole thing to make you feel alone, but like Dude, so I, hey I,
1: when 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 do the days of retribution start
0: l- <laughs> legally, I think uh, I have so, to say um, I don't condone uh, that, so but...
1: I, I, have you not been watching the videos out of France?
0: <laughs> yeah
3: well yeah, yeah. I mean I mean re- I realize this like. Like we all saw the thing last week about, you know, the, the 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 Parisians storming BlackRock Yeah. Right? That was great. And you know why? Until finally somebody sent me a friggin' screen cap of a friggin' Twitter thread on this. It's like it's because BlackRock actually administers their friggin' pension state pension system and they're the ones pushing, you know, and they're the ones who've ruined the, the French pension system. Blackrock's about to go tits up and like and these people are like, We're not we're not protesting because you want to raise our our, our, our or the retirement age from sixty-two to sixty-four. We're angry that you're you're doing this to bail out BlackRock because they mismanaged our fucking pensions, and we want BlackRock taken out.
2: The other place you can see this, you can see the effect of bad decision making is 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 San Francisco. Mm-hmm. If oh, you I'm look right. at San Francisco's headed for Gary, Indiana, country, right? And and um and 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 and, and what used to be quite a Quite an amazing city is just a shithole. Yeah. And and I think somehow that will become an important symbolism.
1: Yeah. For what oh, the hell is for, for Gavin Newsom. For Gavin, for sure. Right. Right. You can't and, run away from that.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's that video the other day of like a of like a woman just like fucking OD'd on fentanyl, giving birth on a sidewalk.
1: Oh God.
0: Like. I mean, dude. The truth is, like, the hey, acid wait a of the... That,
2: that was my, that was my mother. You're talking about. Well, she's a beautiful, Dave, seriously, she's a, wow, she's beautiful, long-lived.
0: She's a beautiful woman, Dave. <laughs>
2: she's,
1: she's fertile. Yeah, know, she she's fertile. yeah, she is She's fertile. The beautiful soul. Yeah, a, a
0: yeah. beautiful soul. But no, <laughs> that is like, that is. I think there. I think there's gonna be a breaking point where like people. Ca- we're gonna keep going in this direction. Like it's gonna get wilder. Like we're gonna have trans species soon. Like, this summer we'll probably have people coming out identifying as, like, leopards or some shit. And then they're going to start, like, combining DNA and it's not going to be enough to take estrogen or testosterone. But there's going to be weird shit where people are getting, like, body modifications as gills and stuff. Like, we're going to keep going to some biblical... So
3: we're going to go to Orphan Black.
0: We're going to some, like, biblical damned territory.
3: well, what I don't is know. It? That's that's yeah. like body money. All that shit was in was in was in Orphan Black, which is a show about clones.
0: Yeah, no, we're, we haven't reached the end yet. But I think once we do reach the end, there is going to be a whiplash in the opposite direction that's going to be frightening. Like yeah. it's it's I mean it's going to be like Gordon Gecko is going to be the new thing, and it's going to be like kids getting beat up again on the playground because like they have two dads or some shit. And like I'm not even for that. I'm just saying like that's the way it's going. It's well, going to snap thing, back so thing, hard. The
2: other thing's going to be, uh, first of all, let me express with greatest sympathy um, to the people who actually think they're transgender because, because your life really has to be pretty wretched to have that problem, right? Yeah. Whatever that problem is, no, your yeah. life's got to be wretched. Sure. And so it's hard enough to be some teenager with self-doubts and hormones raging through your system without thinking at that level. Right. And so so but but we're going to then have a generation in which we have a ton of people who have done the Matt Walsh thing and lopped off the body parts. And and I I do think with incredibly rare exceptions, which I'm willing to concede they do exist. um, We're going to have people going, what what did I do? And by the way, Mom and Dad, why did you let me do it? Hmm. And and I th- I think I think Walsh's argument, which is a good one, is that we're doing this gigantic experiment. By the way, I think also having kids in middle school wearing dresses and then sort of going through that phase. This is not like I'm a lesbian as a sophomore in my sorority, which we all say, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, you went through your until Sophomore, sophomore <laughs> and lesbian, and sophomore term. phase right and the guys are going i get it i like to do that part too you know with the with the chicks so i get it um this this is going to be people who who are going to leave sort of a trail that's going to be worse than than wearing bell bottoms right it's going to be you're not going to look back and say oh geez those are embarrassing looking in retrospect you know um this is this is there's going to be damage done and there's going to be a ton of it
0: yeah, and it's they, it's going to go two ways. You're either going to have people snap back in the opposite direction and, and be like, I'm not going to let my kids make this mistake. Or sadly, I think you're just going to see them go off the deep end. I think you're probably just going to see an epidemic of suicide. They're going to be like, what I the agree fuck with you.
3: And, and, that, and that's why. It's I think the happened. suicide is it,
2: yeah. I think yeah, that's what it's going to be. And this
3: is why it's very important that we retain, in the midst of all of this frustration, at where it's being directed from and that's mm-hmm. where our our anger we know this is a direct i don't thing. know where it's coming from that's
2: the well, million, part of it part, of it, is, part of it is just
3: is it's a natural reaction against the chaos that's been engendered right it's a natural it's a natural uh, you know when people are under a lot of stress and they don't know what to do and they don't feel in any way that they have any power you know calling out you know i hate to say this but calling out as a, as a cry of of attention, they, this is one of the ways sure. that, that that happens. So, so sh- we have to just remind ourselves that we have to keep our empathy towards all. Keep
2: of your humanity. That, yeah. That's right. No, so, no, no. The the people who are in important. the middle of the shitstorm. It's important to remember that they are, no matter how you cut it, victims. They're either victims of their own biochemistry saying you're the wrong yep. gender, right? <laughs> to victims of an activist world that's convinced them they're the wrong gender. So there's all there's. It's an entire spectrum. Walsh has it right, although he's been battling so hard that he also is now very coarse and aggressive. Mm, Of course. And and so I think, but he does express this. He says, you're looking for something. The problem is you're not going to find it there. Right. You're not going to find it there. And, and gonna... th- there's this great Rogan podcast with Michael Schellenberger. I highly recommend. Rogan's podcasts are three hours long. He's talking to a Navy SEAL. I couldn't care less. But Schellenberger and Rogan went for three straight hours, and it was just hot topic after hot topic. And, and Schellenberger said that at one point someone said, I, that what they're looking for, what someone's looking for is this, they're looking for their soul. So, in a world that used to be filled with religion, it's now filled with causes and stuff. And, and the people who who have this gender ambiguity problem, they're looking for their soul. They're looking. They're looking for who they are. And I'm an atheist, but I also think kicking religion out of society is about the worst idea you can come up with,
0: because, because it's, you just create new ones. Well, it's well, what's it because, because it's, it's, it's the what Lindy have...
2: effect too. It's been it, religions have been around for probably tens of thousands of years. And they're there for if if they've been there that long, they're there for a reason. They serve a purpose, and they to kick them out, them. out the, to kick to kick religions out of society, left this gigantic vacuum mm-hmm. that then got targeted by activism. It got and targeted
3: they, by it got targeted as a you know the, the the goal was always take out the pillars of society, whatever those happen to be, and replace them with the state. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I I pointed out in my article about. The, the Trump indictment was to say, you know, Jonathan Turley, for example, was saying, look, this doesn't make any sense legally. This is just not done that we um, that we indict presidents for pretty much anything. like uh, and certainly something as trivial as this. And I'm like, Jonathan, you're missing the point, which is just not done is what's actually on trial here. The past right. is, uh, right. is what's on yeah. trial because the, fe- because the past is irretrievably and irredeemably evil. And the future holds the promise for redemption for people who don't. Have any fucking faith in anything? And look, like, I don't know what the hell I call myself anymore. I don't whether, I don't I don't call myself an atheist because I don't like to belong with any real radical group other than the other than you know anarchists libertarians. But that's a, it's a political position, not a, you know. I, I don't know where I I stand on this, but I know one thing, which is that if you don't have a religion today, you're gonna find one tomorrow. Like I, I watch this all day long. When you know, like nobody hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Because they have lost their religion because of what's happening, what they they perceive to be a reflection of their thing becoming corrupted by these by these forces, and like like it, this is an, an outgrowth of a breakdown of basic society and the, of the institution faith in the institutions themselves and faith in the the things and the bonds that hold the society together, and it it doesn't matter what we're talking about here and. If you take religion away from people, they're going to go find another one. And it's probably going to be a shitty one.
0: Mm-hmm. And in
3: the case of Star Wars fans, well, it is a shitty one. It's fun, right? So as much as I love Star Wars, it's not a particularly good fucking religion either. So, like, the, this is why, and this is, guys, this is why I can't stop monitoring the culture from this perspective. And, you know, because it's very clear that people are looking for something and they don't know what they're looking, but they don't know what
2: to look for. And they've been told, "Well, you're a putz if you believe in religion." So this so, takes me back to—I think I mentioned it—one of our previous "aging old bastards" podcasts. Um, by the way, Tommy, I read "Poisoner in Chief." You're right; it was very good. Stephen King. Um, uh,
0: yeah, it and, fucking... and I
2: think I mentioned it before. It's is the true believer to me? To, to me, the true believer got got into my. Got into my skull like there was no tomorrow. It's this short little book by Eric Hoffer. I know Jim counselors read it because I think either on a podcast here or whatever you mentioned that. But if you haven't read The True Believer, it is absolutely a must-read, and it talks about the fanatics who are the the, the 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 soldiers of the movement, and and their lives suck. It's a very unflattering view of the fanatics of the people who are out there stomping around about climate change whatever else, right? And and their lives suck so bad that they're willing to throw it away just because something might be better, but also they're willing to uh, do it because now they have a sense of purpose. They're part of, yeah. you know, Donald Trump is making me miserable, therefore I'm part of this big anti-Donald Trump movement and I'm therefore a better person and, and I now have an experience an excuse for being miserable whereas before it was just because I fucked everything up in my life yeah. now I get to blame Donald Trump and so yeah. so 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 that the true believer anyone listening to this if you don't read that you're you're missing an opportunity I, I, it's, it, it's
3: it is a very very important point that you're making Dave and and um, and it, it is really sad and the thing is I want to to remind people is and I've been saying this for a long time. The last thing we want to have happen here is that we become the goddamn Fremen from Dune, because what happens then is, and this is part of what's been unleashed. You know, you know, we have various like Fremen-like factions running around wanting to get revenge for whatever, uh, for for perceived uh, grievances. Now imagine what happens when the conservatives, who have been shit upon, by these people for this when long. they go for their what, happens, what the what the reaction is going to be this is what herbert was were, was 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 warning us about and remember you know the dune doesn't end at the end of the first movie the the, uh, the first book it doesn't end until the end of children of dune after the Premier moved a, like a scourge across the galaxy and killed tens of billions of people and wiping out the old power structure. like this is very very important and the society is in chaos for well, and that the society for thousands of years after that, and it's again, it's it's the, we don't want to go there. We want to retain our humanity, and we want to retain our empathy for even for our enemies. And this is, you know, yes. I hate, you know, it's it's important that we do that because we have to hold out hope that people can be redeemed
0: and, but and people
3: can bring that bring themselves back from the brink. And, leave, and you have to leave yourself open to this. I said the day after Donald Trump got elected, I'm like. I'm going to walk into my friendly local game, uh, uh, friendly local gaming shop in Gainesville, all shitless, run by shitless, And I had to go in and be generous because I knew that they were hurting.
0: Sure. And it's and like as much as like, I, I, you know, I, sh- I shit on them and call them dirty commies and stuff like out of respect for the people that have been genocided. You have to not denounce the others as animals. You might right. look at them and go, why should I give them any respect? I'm not saying you do you have to look at the people who have been slaughtered by the hundreds of millions and go, do not denounce them as others, as insects, as bugs, as animals, as unhuman, because that is the first step. And as much as you might hate them, I mean, they are, I mean, it really is like we are being divided against one another. I know that's not some, you know, that's not some novel new idea, but I mean, thank God I'm 32 right now. If I was like 14 right now, I mean, holy shit, I was retarded. I'm still retarded. I can't imagine being 14. I mean, who's to say I wouldn't chop my balls off and been like, I'm searching for something. I didn't know what I wanted. I had no idea what I wanted. And you throw out religion, but then you still do the same religious things. You you search for a higher ideal that's greater than you, that you can sacrifice yourself to, and that even if you die, your value and your efforts still mean something. That is religion. And most people still have that, and there are a small group of demons at the top who are pitting us against one another. And it's keep your empathy, keep your humanity and be willing. Can I, to can
2: I at least, least put in the exception that can we take out Fauci before we get humane?
0: Yes. No, that's we'll great. But no, no, there no. are some
3: people I, I'm in the South. Yeah, there are some people that,
2: you
0: know,
3: no, you know, I'm with you. You, know, you, know the, you know, the phrase down here and I'm not allowed to say it. There's some people just need killing. Yeah. Well,
0: again, <laughs> legally, Thomas podcast. I talked
2: to a mobster that. who once said that. He said some people deserve I asked him if he was involved in a hit I, very gently. And he said, let me just say this. He says, this is so you yeah. know, he says, some people deserve to die. And I'm going, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I, mean, like, I,
3: I You know, but at the same time, like, yeah. But, you know, you know, the 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 cycle of violence doesn't end unless you believe that there's some other mechanism by which for them to get their
2: justice earned yeah now interesting Doug Murray got in my head uh, about a month ago when he was doing a podcast and and he 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 he, he says justice is really just thinly veiled vengeance right he says "When, when people say justice they mean vengeance and then he proceeded to say that vengeance is a very very ugly human trait and, and I have the vengeance gene in me. I, I definitely have the, I, this, that guy deserves a I am a one eighth
3: eat. Sicilian.
2: Yeah, right. That's it's, enough. That's enough. I don't enough. need to say anything else That's at right. this point. That's right. It's just, it's like salt. You just need a little. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I have that reach in me. I've, I, I've, I've got, my brother has it. Um, it, it's frontier justice, right? You hang horse thieves. You, there, there, there's a little voice in my head that says that, that guy ought to each end up. But, but, right? but the I,
0: cycle, I, it's never perfectly one-to-one. Somebody gets, is. somebody gets vengeance that maybe they deserve jail for life, but someone goes too far and kills them. And now all of a sudden. Their son is going. I grew up without a dad. And they go, well, your dad was a bad guy. And you go, you took my dad. I'm gonna get my little bit of vengeance. And once we all of these, every every sort of uh, compromise you make in your mind for street justice, right. will be right. made back. It's poetic. It'll be made back to you though. And it's just like a ball forever. So it's like I just have to kill them because they did this to me. And it's like you just try. You just trace it back to the beginning of time. And it's like someone fucks someone else over, but I'm going to be the one that does the final fucking it.
2: No, you're
1: not. Exactly. It's it's exactly. like the
2: movie Nothing Crash. Ever ends.
0: Nothing ever ends, Adrian.
2: Remember the Nothing movie Crash? Ends. Crash was a brilliant movie because it, it it showed these people and you saw their dark side. Then all of a sudden you saw the 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 crosses they were all bearing. Did you see the movie Crash?
3: Is that is that the the movie
0: Matt
2: Dillon? Um, it's a bunch of vignettes.
0: Bye, Jim. Oh, uh, he's, there, back.
2: He's, he's back. back. It bu- cra- crashes a bunch of vignettes. And what you end up seeing yeah. are these odd things where you get this feeling that all oh, that person's really bad. And then you see the person go home and he's dealing with a father who's all screwed up. And 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 it, it just is constantly
1: sort of Goes moving your emotions around. Ever trying and ever to. And ever. Well, now, hold on a second. Uh, let me point out that this is one of the reasons why the human race has evolved, uh, kind of a scaffold for administering vengeance, which is called the justice. To keep of- it simple, to keep it simple. To keep it, yeah, exactly. And right. uh, so you see a situation like, uh, I've talked about this before, but the Jacobins in the French Revolution wreaked a tremendous amount of havoc on uh, Parisian society. They killed almost 20,000 people. They turned French society upside down. And you know, at the end of it, when they were thrown out of power, Really, just, you know, Saint-Just and Robespierre were beheaded, um, and maybe a few other people, but there was no wholesale massacre of the left. Right. You know, right. somehow somehow, after that ordeal and all that turbulence, uh, French society found a way to move on from that. And, uh, you know, there's never really been any movement for, for, for people second-guessing that and saying, geez, maybe we should have killed another 20,000 Jacobins instead of just... You know, a few of their
3: leaders. Well, I, I think it's the concept of the scapegoat, and this comes right out of 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 of, uh, of Christianity. Like at some point, you take see, Donald Trump. Trump arrangement syndrome is nothing more than these people pouring all of their 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 anger and their frustration into, and they want to make Trump into the scapegoat. If we just get rid of right. Trump, we can just pour all of our. I'll be happy. Then. In our, and, I'll be and, happy. And the scape and the scapegoat is the mechanism by which we offload all of that need for vengeance and. And for frustration,
1: we've offloaded on the him- them. Well, just a wrongly, second. Which is just a second, because you know there are situations where the people who are being treated to the vengeance are not really scapegoats. They're people who really deserved to face retribution. Hope. The right. Nuremberg right. trials. Oh, I right. agree, Jim. Right. you get right. wrong. So I agree. W- yeah. What kind of scaffold are we going to be able to have to? To address the villains who have created all this trouble for us, but especially um, the COVID villains, especially Fauci and Walensky, who I can't believe it that to this very day, Rochelle Walensky is out there pushing vaccines despite everything, I, everything we know about it. It's just a scene. It's
2: so horrible.
1: So you're yeah, right. What's so, going to so, come, so gonna it come goes, on the back? It
2: goes. End. It goes chaotic when. You lose the sense that the normal system's working. That's sure. when it goes chaotic.
1: And, and we're 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 there now because yeah, the, we're there now. The systems yeah. are yeah. not
2: working.
3: And this is supposed to be the de-dollarization cast, and really, what this is what this is is the uh, is the collapse of institutions cast. Well, pretty much. Which yeah. is what we're in, and de-dollarization is one aspect of of that, of course, and um, and the. uh, and institutional collapse is the is the thing we have to keep in mind, and so it's very important here. I think Jim, you're absolutely correct in reminding everybody and Dave to as well. These are the real villains, and when all of this is done and over and done with, that we get the real villains. And, and I, I've been saying this before. I'm like, look, remember the 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 thing that um, that Tuck Carlson talked about when he was talking with um t- um <laughs> excuse me Tulsi Gabbard. He says I never forgot. That the video of the Ceaușescu's being led to the firing squad, right, and barking orders the entire time, <laughs> up until the moment right. when they were literally that. shot, right, right. So it's the same kind of thing. Like we have to realize that our response here is going to be, no, no, Mister Schwab, you're no longer in charge. Come on, yes, I, I guess we'll yeah, no, just come over here, take your medicine here, take your take your pills. Open oh, your your tongue. Okay, good. You swallow it good. Now go over there and there's your picture of Donald Trump and you can scream into the walls all you want. Now we're going to get back to, to society. And I think that we have to remember that that's part of the process here, that we don't let the frustration and the anger get out of control and become a jihad, which is yeah. my point earlier. And as long as we keep talking through this in these terms, that when we do get control back of over these these institutions, which they will hit their nadir and they may hit their nadir in the next 18 months, maybe the next six months, maybe the next five years. I don't know, but that we re- retain that sense of humanity. We retain a sense of proportion of how to deal with the process that these are the real villains. That's it. We're removing them from the stage and we're moving on hmm. and that, and cause we're never going to get quote unquote, vengeance
1: for all and anyway exactly. time is going to move possible. us on anyway it's not possible time time will move us on anyway whether we like it or not whether we like it or not yes and then and, and, and we've got all these serious problems that we're going to have to take care of like how are we going to power a society and uh you know how many people can uh, uh, a given region of the earth actually support and uh you know what are we going to do for chemicals and ores and and making things and manufacturing things and moving around the face of the earth and uh what kind of habitations are we going to live in and uh you know how we what is education going to be every one of these institutions or operations is failing right now and you know the task of uh rebuilding them is going to be really really difficult although i i would maintain that that too is subject to you know nonlinearity and emergence, and uh, you know things will will emergently self reorganize as the the big things fail. That's so. And so I'm, I'm this sure is that...
2: class classic fourth turning logic here, and that is, it, fourth turning is is it's got to get darkest before the dawn. Of course, and we're not we're not at the darkest. Yeah. We're we're early stages of fourth. Oh, turning. I think we're
1: pretty close to the darkest. Yeah, we could we could go into the dark fast,
2: but I I think the dark will be. It it might not be time wise far away, but I think in terms of darkness, it's 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 a lot darker.
1: Well, the darkness uh, the darkness could could come on so fast because uh, if the darkness is a grid failure or an EMP. Or you know any kind of really disruption in the major systems we depend on—that's going to get very dark. The, the failure I, of the food delivery system, you know, which we good. can see—we can already see that happening. Where you uh, we're can one, even, we're, you we're can even day,
3: go. We're one really good friggin' solar flare or kernel mass ejection from taking out half the friggin' power grid in the North America. Like yeah. it's not. It all you're, you're all absolutely correct about this. What's important is to remember that we're probably sitting here having the same conversation that people had in the 1930s right
2: 1931
3: 32 33 34
2: 36 <laughs> so, so so far less dark than all the ones you just listed something as simple and easily imagined as cutting the value of everything in half in nominal dollars whether it's your 401k You know, the insurance companies' assets, the banking, the banking um, assets the you name it, the value of your house, that is trivially imagined. In fact, I'm predicting it. And that would bring on a kind of darkness that would be would pale in comparison to the, the other stuff. But I think regression to the mean and the emergence of markets and things like that says it will happen. And I don't know what happens when everyone says, "Oh, I actually have half of what I thought I owned. Is that really true? And there's going to be a lot of people who are just not so let me ask you this is the dollar loses reserve currency there's a lot of people who can't wrap their brain around what that means mm-hmm. and 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 so there's this there's this I think the first order the hot in the hierarchy go okay the first thing that happens is i think it becomes highly inflationary correct mm-hmm. correct okay i think the deeper issue is it's also highly deflationary of of our image in the world yes and and that's potentially much more con complicated and much more consequential what else am i missing those are the think, two for me
3: yeah for me i think it's always it's always been the same question it's always been, which is that hyperinflation and hyperdeflation are the two sides of the same coin, depending right. on whether you're talking about credit-based assets or commodity-based assets,
1: mm-hmm.
3: right? And so you're going to have inflation of commodities and deflation of credit. And right. the question then is, you know, who has control over the political levers to decide which direction we go? And so, clearly, so
2: that I get, but I'm asking, is there, are, are there other, so the consequence of one is loss of value right? Loss of perceived value. Perceived one, value. Is, one is loss of, of authority in the world. What mm-hmm. else am I missing? Well, there's, a big,
1: there's an enormous uh, effect on trade and whether or not, uh, you know, when people stop paying for things like ore and grain with dollars, right. you know, all of a sudden, all of the supply lines in the world change and they things go to different places and stop going to the places they have been going to so you have
2: supply line disruption then
1: yeah tremendous supply because all these trade settlements are made in dollars right and that and that that is part of the 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 situation
3: i think the i think the biggest thing we should we should be worried about is it's the what we're really all worried about is the credit collapse because valuations are all based on after 15 years at the zero bound or 13 to 15 years at the zero bound that we feel like um that the valuations you know of our, uh, our of everything we think we own are based upon you know an inflated sense of credit and inflated, an inflated value so imputed value. so now there's going to be a rebalancing. so the question is, is there going to be a continuation of the same capital flow towards those who have who have the ability to to use credit to their advantage versus those who need commodities okay uh, i'd say I, no I, because i think as those i think that as those things just let, let me finish this, this real quick and that i think the thing we're worried about is that the same dynamic that's in play today the same that the same cantillion effect that's in play today is going to continue into the future i think that's very malthusian thinking i think that as we get back to normal rate normalization that there's actually a reverse of the capital flow and a reverse a reverse of the and, uh, democratization of the uh, of the uh, of the, uh, the of the value chain back away from the cantillion effect of being able to buy. Well, that actually produce, to produce wealth. And I think that's the thing that's being fought at every level of the society at this point. And we stuck in the middle aren't quite sure what it's going to look like, because, you know, look, the people who have gotten very, very fat on this have pushed this to its brink, the opposite now that the emergent opposite trend is beginning the the transition is going to be very ugly for a lot of people and they're going to resist that to the nth degree and are they going to take us to war like they've like they've done in every friggin' situation in the past
1: to cover their to cover their sins go ahead gentlemen. well sorry. what what you're describing for me is basically you know we we have a credit system that all all of these transactions depend on And the credit system basically depends on the collateral in the credit system. And you're saying the collateral is going to go bad. That's basically it. The debt collateral is going to go bad. And and a lot of, and and there will be a hierarchy of collateral uh, that is based on how abstracted it is from true capital, how distant it is from real commodity capital. Yes. And I think that's what will determine where it flows to afterwards.
3: Which is, why I, which is why I'm betting on east of the international uh, north-south transport corridor as opposed to west, unless the United States, through the resumption of of pulling the world away from the zero bound, then decides to start pushing back towards a commodity base. I think we're not gonna have any
2: choice but to recommoditize the monetary system. I don't
3: think but, that, but, there's a but, choice.
1: But
2: it's, it's important to remember that we're generally well-educated we have a lot of resources. We have a lot of land per capita, mm-hmm. and and we still got a huge military. No matter how you cut it, I agree. And, and, and as a consequence, no matter what happens, all of that will still exist because that's all real cap. In some sense, that's all real capital. All real. Capital. Um, but but that was also true in 1933. Yeah. And that the military was
1: I'm not so sure about because I'm not sure about the military either. because the military, aware. for one thing, the military requires such constant infusions of more capital. Huge, huge, mm-hmm. huge. And if that flow, um, if the flow of capital to the military stops, then that that stops. Well, this is and it gets blown for, up, too. It blows has the has the my fuck argument up for, if you handle it wrong,
2: right?
3: Right. This has been my argument for a while now that. The, the real political fight on Capitol Hill over the course of the next you know, 15, 18 months is going to be, are we going to signal to the world that we are going to stop spending that amount of money? I, I said this the other day. I'm like, I would be more than happy to subsidize therapy for so many people in the United States if we just take the money out of the defense budget. And I, I'm happy to, like, you know, make therapists the new uh, the the new Wall Street for about. Five years while everybody gets their friggin' while everybody gets their shit together and works through all their issues and you know uh, uh, and as long as we're not buying bombs and guns and everything else and then you know and carve the friggin' world up but we have to signal to the world that we are get that we are going to we are going to move away from debt saturation and that we are going to move back towards a recapitalization process here in the U.S. which Europe cannot handle europe is the they are the odd men out here and they are of course the ones who have driven us to this point because they are the ones who control the freaking deep state that have done all the shit in the first place and so to me it's a it's not simple i mean it it reduces to simplicity but the process by which we go through it unbelievably dangerous because of course the people who have been living fat and happy off this for the last fucking 400 years or 300 and well, yeah, three hundred plus years since the formation of the Bank of England. Yeah, they don't want to go back. They want they want to retain their their castles and you know their control over the banks and and and, and everything. And I don't think that that's I think that that's the issue. And the question is going to be whether or not we have the political stones and the, and the strength to stop it. I don't know that we do.
1: And it's an open-ended question, but it's clear oh, there are a lot of ruined castles in Europe.
3: Yeah, there are. I'm that gonna have to work. run in about five minutes, guys, because I've got a, I got yeah. another interview at four o'clock my time. So yeah, I, gotta, gotta run I pee, So I'm actually just gonna like beg out here. But you guys
2: keep going for as long as you want.
3: Um, Let me just do
2: a, do a hat tip to uh, to Ria's dad one on Twitter. He referred to us as Tom's goats. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we had ba- and FYI, we had babies yesterday, and uh, literally last this morning, we woke up to two. The two baby kids um, this morning, and we were really so. Worried these about are them.
2: goats. These are your goats.
3: Yeah, no, li- literally. I had, I had, I had, a, I have an older doe who was pregnant, and she was given signs last night. And last year's birth was really, really horrific, because she had a. We we nearly well, we nearly lost her, and um, we went out the next morning. We went out that morning, and there she is laying and laying in the mud with a kid half out of her, and she's unbe- and she's exhausted. She's given up, and we saved the kid. And got her, and 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 that was enough to get her to to jolt. And so last night we were literally laying in the the shelter with her, waiting for her to give birth. And about ten thirty last night, we we're like, she's not going to have kids tonight. And then she woke up this. We woke up this morning and she gave birth to both of them, and there were no problems. So, Aww. hey, you know, I, I, I'm not a religious man, but sometimes the universe provides. So. that's
0: that's beautiful although no, i so. do think it's a bold move that you admitted to fucking your goats on this podcast but you
2: know whatever that's right and he also admitted he doesn't wear adult diapers yeah to oh. do the show whatever yeah no i gotta go pay so yeah all
0: yeah, right
2: we will we'll will talk soon guys
0: you well guys hey guys let's go. uh yeah let's wrap this one up uh thank you everybody for watching jim thank you for keeping your conspiracies about a certain sect of people to a minimum i always appreciate that <laughs> and um yeah till t- t- the next one uh uh yeah, Del Mulvaney, he's gonna go meet with Zelensky. I say before May. That's my bets.
1: He's gonna replace Zelensky. Oh yeah. If that if that's if that's the case, then we're in a
0: simulation and I'm just gonna hang myself. So uh anyways, <laughs> gentlemen, love talking to y'all guys. Thank you so much for watching. Till next time. Recording's Jim, stopped. Dave, Tom. Thanks, guys. Peace.